Is having a dream, a vision, or even a vision board biblical? Isabel Foy, your cheerleader of dreams. Thanks for joining me. I want to answer the question today, are vision boards new age or are they biblical? I also have a free gift for you at the end of the video. I am giving away my vision board book to help answer your questions even more, but also to walk you through making your own vision board step by step. Now I'll share with you how to access that free book at the end. You just pay the shipping to help me get it to your house. So that's my gift to you, but let's get started. First, is having a dream, a vision, or even a vision board biblical? Well, Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. You know, God is saying that if you don't have a dream, a goal, a reason to get up in the morning, you're perishing. You're just existing. You're dying on the inside. So yes, God wants you to have a vision before your eyes. Now, vision boards, vision board parties, they've become popular, but the majority don't realize that God is the one who wants you to have a vision and be clear on your vision. Now, second question is, is writing your dreams and goals biblical? Well, the truth is successful people write their dreams and goals. We know that. And you know, something powerful happens when you put pen to paper. In fact, you know, I love learning from successful people. And I was reading something by Susie Orman, you know, the author of New York Times bestselling book, The Nine Steps to Financial Freedom. Well, she had a job at Merrill Lynch early in her career. She said she was stricken with fear that she wouldn't be able to meet her sales quota for the company. So she decided to put pen to paper and start writing her goals. Susie said, I created what I wanted for myself first on paper. She said every morning before she went to work, she would write over and over and over again. I am young, powerful, successful, producing at least $10,000 a month. She claims that writing her goals replaced her fears of inadequacy with endless possibility. And she has far surpassed that target. Well, I'm sure you've heard me talk about the, the professor, you know, Dr. David Cole at Virginia Tech, who did his research on successful people and writing their goals. And he said 80% of the people he interviewed had no goals whatsoever. 16% say they had some goals, but they've never written them down. 3% said they had written goals at some point, but they didn't know where they were. 1% said they had goals, they write them down, and they keep them before their eyes. He said, do you know who the 1% were? Millionaires. And the clues these millionaires gave us, number one, I have dreams. Number two, I write them down. I don't leave them in my head. And then number three is I keep them in front of me. Well, I think a guy named Habakkuk was the first to start the whole vision board thing. <laughs> in fact, listen to what he said in God's word. It says in Habakkuk 2.2, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone who passes by may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by. Now that sounds like a vision board to me. I love the message translation. It says it like this. It says, Then God answered, Write this. Write what you see. Write it out in big block letters so it can be read on the run. Then it says this vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. So God wants you to have a vision and keep it clearly written before your eyes. Why? Because it keeps you focused. And when your vision is clear, your results will appear. And let me just throw this out there. 
three powerful words that Jesus used to defeat the devil. He would say, it is written. So each time Satan came to try and tempt Jesus, Jesus came back at him with, it is written. Well, the reason I'm telling you that is sometimes you will have no indication that your dream will ever come to pass. All you have to do is point to your vision board and say, I don't know how this will ever happen, but I have faith in the fact that it is written and be it unto me according to my faith. (laughs) In fact, I love this story about a young man back in 1975. He came home from college and he was just struggling with what he wanted to do in life, didn't have any clear direction. So he said he went to his mother's um, beauty shop that she owned. He's just hanging out, killing time during the summer. Well, a customer came in named Ruth. He'd seen her there many times growing up. He said hi to her. She said hi back. But she just kept staring at him. Finally, she took the hair dryer off and she said, somebody get me a pen and paper. She wrote what she felt inside. And this is what she wrote. It said, you will speak to millions. You will travel the world and make a positive difference. She handed the young man the note and she said, young man, this is for you. She said, God has something amazing in your future. Well, when he read that, something came alive on the inside of him. He put that note in his wallet. And when he was tempted to get discouraged, to give up on his dreams, he said he would get that note out and think, no, somebody believes in me. Somebody believes that God has a great plan for my life. Well, today, Denzel Washington still carries that note around in his wallet, one of the greatest actors and filmmakers of our time. Well, he had faith in the fact that it is written. Something powerful happens when you grab a pen and paper. So the third question I want to address today is, is the law of attraction biblical? Well, the business world calls it the law of attraction. In other words, whatever gets in your mind and stays there, you will eventually attract it in your life. You know, they believe that your mind is like a magnet and that it works positively and negatively. In other words, if you think nobody likes you, you're going to attract nobody liking you. If you think uh, you will always struggle financially, you will attract lack. You know, the opposite is true too. If you think God's favor is on your life, you will have doors of opportunity open for you that shock people. Well, they call it the law of attraction. God calls it Proverbs 23, 7. Do you know what it says? As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. One translation says, so shall he become. In other words, what you think about, you bring about. Do you see this? See, the secular world takes a principle from God's word and they rename it. But God is the one who gave us all these success tips. They just don't give him credit for it. So when you think about achieving your goals, living your dreams, seeing with the eye of faith, you are paving the way for it to become a reality because your life moves in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. So law of attraction is really Proverbs 23, 7. The fourth question, are positive affirmations biblical? Well, of course, successful people, professional athletes, Olympians, celebrities, they understand the power of making positive declarations over yourself. Well, the truth is, what's coming out of your mouth has everything to do with what you're experiencing. But many don't know that that also came from God's word. You know, Romans 10, 17 says, we serve a God who gives life to the dead and he speaks of non-existent things as if they exist. 
So your words are a tool to be used to help you reach your goals. So if your dreams appear absolutely impossible and there is no indication that things will ever change, don't use your words to describe your life. Use your words to change your life. See, one of the greatest things you can do to see the images on your vision board come to life is speak them out of your mouth. Like literally, you prophesy your future. So what I'm saying is you have the ability to change the entire direction of your life with the little thing under your nose. (laughs) And you know, I wish I could teach more on this principle because it is so vital in achieving the dreams on your vision board. You know, that's why I want you to get my free book. But bottom line, how you frame your words will be how you frame your world. You cannot speak negative words and live a positive life. So I got to keep moving. But the fifth question I want to address real quick is... Will it just happen because I made a vision board? The answer is no. In fact, in the Bible, there were two blind men who approached Jesus and they were asking him, you know, Jesus, will you give us our sight? Well, I think it's interesting how Jesus put the responsibility back on them and he simply asked them one powerful question. This is what he said. Do you believe I'm able to do this? I think their response says it all. Now, I want you to notice that without hesitation, they replied, yes, Lord. Think about that. Without questioning, without discussing, without trying to figure out how this could happen, they just believed. Then the Lord said in response to them, it shall be done to you according to your faith. One translation says it this way, become what you believe or be it unto you according to your faith. You'll get what you can believe. Well, I want you to think about that with your vision board. What do you need to see on the inside before God can produce it on the outside? Do you need to see yourself rising to the top of the company, singing before thousands of people, paying off your credit card, graduating from college, pastoring a church, you know, hosting your own YouTube channel or TV show? Maybe it's selling your first house or getting on the scales and weighing your ideal body weight having a family, getting married. See, having a vision board will show the Lord what you can believe. It's like a giant photograph of your faith in God. And you know, there's a story in the Bible where, you may remember this, where four friends took their sick friend to meet Jesus. And when they got there, they couldn't get in. And it says, you know, the place was so crowded, they couldn't get in. Well, they climbed on top of the house. They tore off the shingles. They lowered their friend in front of Jesus And the Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven, and he healed the man. Well, your vision board is showing Jesus your faith. Let Jesus see your faith. You know, I wish I could teach you so much more about this. That's why I'm giving you this book absolutely free, Dream It, Pen It, Live It, How to Make Vision Boards Work for You. Now, all you have to do is pay the shipping only just to help me get it to your house. I'm paying for the printing. You pay for the shipping. But I want you to see the biblical viewpoint of getting clear on your vision and keeping it before your eyes. This book is full of God's word, supporting the steps to take to make the vision board. And what do you do while you're waiting for your dreams? And how to keep your faith strong in God's ability to do the impossible in your life. So all you got to do is go to dreamitbook.com, get your free book today. I know it's going to help you. And if you've never subscribed to the podcast, please push the little arrow. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and Pinterest so I can keep you motivated to live your dreams.